Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Latch Mama podcast. Melissa here. It is Black Friday week. I am sure this is not going to release then, but uh, we're here and we are slowly surviving. Um, and today we are going to talk to our fearless warehouse and fulfillment supervisor lead queen. I don't know. I don't know what we want to call her. She somehow keeps this thing moving <laughs> and going for us. But uh, talk about stressful situations. We're going to talk about surprise pregnancies today. You're listening to the Latch Mama podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Wirt, business owner and tired mom of five. Join us each week as we talk about pregnancy, nursing, parenting, and all things motherhood. I feel like once you start working at Latch Mama long enough, you normally become pregnant or something. I don't know. It might be in the water here. I don't know. So anyways, Amanda's here. Hi, Amanda. Hi. (laughs) How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Good. We are um, a little all over the place. I do not um, have my baby with me. So if I check my phone, it's because um, my baby is out being mothered and watched by the other wonderful people here at Latch Mama. Um, but today we're going to talk to Amanda. Amanda has three children. Three. Three. Um, do you want to tell everybody a little like bit about yourself and, you know, I don't know. You've been here a really long time. You're the reason why they get all of their clothes. Like pretty much. Like we can talk in Slack all day long about like wonderful marketing pieces we put out or the fact Lindy orders them and they get here. But you're truly the reason why they go out the door, which is, you know, pretty incredible. It's pretty a little epically, behind the scenes. little epically important. Yeah. yeah. You don't probably like to be in front of the scenes either, though. I mean. Scenes aren't my favorite. Um, but, you know. <laughs> It's always good to be a part of this anyway, no matter if you're in front room back or just, you know, helping yeah. the train move along. That's There's what we're happy tons. to do. But all right, let's talk about babies. Let's talk all about right. family. Let's talk about what do you, uh, and family. So you have three kids. Three talk kids. to us about them. All Tell right, us I got Donovan, um, 11 going on 30. <laughs> His feet are finally bigger than mine. He's taller oh than me this year. It's happening. Why does that happen? Why do they so get So fast, so fast. He's becoming a little adult. Or he he will say, "I'm a fully adult man child." Oh. Like, oh. Yeah, Isn't you, it crazy when you look at them sometimes and like they look old, like, like they happen? Yeah, like what happened? And then sometimes they look like sweet little babies still. But yeah, no, it's sometimes. it's hard. Yeah. yeah. And then we have Curran, who is nine. Okay. Curran is very special. <laughs> he's he's my wild child. My um, he's gonna be he's gonna be special. He's going to change, change the, world the world one uh-huh. day, but right now it's stressful. He's so, he's so himself. He is unapologetically himself, which has always been my favorite thing about him. I have to get you that sign. We have a sign hanging like in our family room that says like here to the misfit, uh, here's to the misfits, like the ones that like fuck the status quo. Like they're the ones that change the world, you know? Yeah. So it's good. It fits. It, it, he just, he fits so well with us because, you know, um, you know, my husband's the outsider kind of uh-huh. in his family and I'm yeah. kind of like the different one in my family and Curran's the different one in our family and it, it all works out. And he's then the glue that holds you guys yeah. together. He's, he's a joy, but he's also a lot of stress, but he's a great kid. Yeah. And then we have Griffin, <laughs> Griffin, my, my super surprise third baby. Um, he is 21 months. Wow. So Amanda came to us. Amanda's story is 
one of my favorites. Amanda came and knocked on the front of the warehouse door three, maybe four times, asking if we were hiring. And every time I was nowhere to be found, I was somewhere. And I think the answer that she got every time was no. And she left and she'd come back and she'd ask again. Right? Yeah. That's pretty much how the story worked. And finally, I was like, I don't know who this person is, but why don't you just let her come in? And it was like pre-COVID and stuff. And I think you sat down and we gave you a job on the spot and we haven't looked back. And yeah, she's grown from four years ago. What did you start? Were you just picking and shipping? Yeah, I was just picking starting? and shipping. Just now she like runs the whole show here, which is incredible. Yep. Probably I forced myself use, into your life. Probably could use a little bit more support than you get, but we'll <laughs> we'll figure that out at some point as we grow. We're Hopefully always sooner fine than, though. Sooner than, always fine. Always All, fine. Amanda and I, you can always count on us being fine, which is why when Amanda found out that she was pregnant with Griffin, she was fine. No big deal. It was fine. No Secretly, big deal. It was a big deal. So do you want to tell a little bit of that story? I, th- I think the strep test part is probably one of my favorite. Oh, my parts. gosh. Right. Um, so we keep strep tests in the office. I don't know why. I think I got like two boxes. <laughs> it's so random. We, we have keep a lot pregnancy of pregnancy tests, tests strep tests, COVID antibody tests, mm-hmm. COVID fast tests, rapid, I think is the word. Um, but so... I had gotten two boxes of strep tests and I was like, hey, you know what? I'm just going to leave one of these at the office because who doesn't want to run up at 9 p.m. when they think their kid might have strep and grab a strep test. For those of you who do not own strep tests in your house and you have school age children, you can get them on Amazon and it's pretty incredible and you don't have to go to the doctor's office. Not that I'm saying medically test your own child, but it's kind of really nice. But anyways, we had strep tests in the office. All right, go ahead. Oh, okay. So, um, this was prior to, um, thinking, knowing anything about being pregnant because it was so far outside of my realm of what I wanted and what I thought I was. How did you really quick though? I told you I wasn't going to interrupt you. I'm just going to keep interrupting you. People are going to get, leave comments that I interrupt my podcast guests, but it's Amanda and I can, but, um, what, uh, what were you guys doing to prevent pregnancy for those nine years? Um, I was on birth control for a while. I just happened to run out and it just happened. So this is really terrible. But if something (laughs) is outside of my like four mile radius from my house, Uh I won't go. So my insurance no longer worked with our pharmacy, the CVS up at the corner. (laughs) And then they would only work with Walgreens, which, as you know, is is like 10 minutes away from my house. And that's just not as far as (laughs) I'm like, well, I guess I'm just not going to do that anymore. So I stopped taking it. Um, okay. <laughs> because I couldn't get it refilled because it was too far. <laughs> so, um, okay. jokes on me, okay. you know, right. that, okay. that's what we were doing. And then eventually it was just like, ah, uh, you know, I guess we're not going to get pregnant because I'm going to think that it's not going to happen. Okay. You know, cause okay. that always works out really, really well. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. Science, biology. And so, you know, I guess it just took one time. <laughs> so <laughs> just that once <laughs> so, back to the strep test. Okay, so I was I was feeling I was feeling sick. It okay. was gosh, I'm trying to think when was it? It was like I don't know, it all runs together. May, end of May probably. Okay. Um towards the end of the school year and I was just feeling it was probably just allergies, but I was like, man, my throat and I was like, okay, it's really sore. I'm going to take a strep test. And so April, uh-huh. you know, lovely April administered it. And when she's like, <laughs> well, negative for strep, positive for a pregnancy. And I was like, that's not even funny. And then I was like, oh my god. Could I be pregnant? And so, as you know, you guys, working with a group of women, we often sync up. Yeah. Um, in terms of our cycle, 
And you got to understand, Amanda came to us because she was kind of bored. Her kids were in school. Like she was. I was done. She was done. Yeah, I was like, done having kids. I was past that point in my life. And, um, <laughs> you know, happy to move on and watch them grow and do their own thing and be their own people. And, and she's like the football mom. She's the baseball mom. She's the one that bakes for the office. I mean, this was like of all of the people at Latch Mama, like it would have made more sense for like me to end up with 11 kids than Amanda to have a third. Like it just wasn't like, I don't think it was on anybody's radar. No. And so like, you know, when I finally realized that a coworker um, that I synced up with had their cycle, (laughs) like the week before I was like, Oh no, it was a Monday. I immediately left here at the end of the day, went straight to CVS, got myself a pregnancy test. Um, the pregnancy test didn't even think about it. It was really Did rude you do it and at insulting. Home? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it didn't even think. It about didn't it. even think about it. Like it was immediately like, "Yeah, you're pregnant." I was like, "Oh my gosh!" And I called my husband, and I was crying, and he's like, "Well, knew that could have happened." I'm like, "I I hate you so much right now." You know, and then I went and I taught my body pump class and I came home and and we talked about it. And, you know, when there was the reveal, there was no big reveal. Yeah. You know, as you know, I just kind of like hung up the ultrasound on the thing. And your first reaction was like, is this a joke? Yeah. So there was like, so we have like a dry erase board, like on the way back to the kitchen and the bathrooms. And there was an ultrasound picture hung up. And you guys got to understand, like, it's not. It's it's not abnormal for somebody to be pregnant at Latch Mama. Like normally we have a couple in the cooker. We have yeah. a couple like hanging out at the office being warned by somebody. Like it's not really abnormal. But <laughs> it was a little. So hold on. Did you write? I, th- I think you said guess who's pregnant or something on the board. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. And we all like kind of went around. And I don't know if you were on anybody's list. Oh, no. I think I may have even written, thanks a lot, April. Yeah. Because <laughs> the joke is that April got me pregnant. <laughs> because she said, oh, you're actually pregnant. Not. Yeah. No strap. Yeah. No, but positive for baby. There was definitely a little person in there. And you didn't believe me. My kids, I remember telling Donovan. Yeah, so how long like, did you wait to tell the lying. kids? Um, we waited until we saw a doctor, you okay. know, confirmed it was indeed a pregnancy. No, no use telling them that we're having yeah. a baby um, if it's not actually a baby. And <laughs> I mean, like Donovan Ghana. was just like, I know you're lying. So, yeah. And we were like, nope. And he did not believe me until I started like getting round. You had passed the mark where like the kids are like, we want little baby brothers. We want, you know, we want a baby. Like, right. Yeah. I mean, and And they never... They never wanted more. Yeah. So like, you know, the worst thing that ever happened to Donovan was having Curran. You know, <laughs> Donovan would have been like the best first child. Yeah. And, you know, he really likes the attention. And Curran never asked for a younger brother because he didn't really love having an older brother. Yeah, <laughs> He's like, exactly. I don't I don't need more of this mess in my yeah. life. So they were both really shocked. Um, talk to me about emotionally. I mean, it was it was interesting i would say kind of as like a latch trauma family to watch kind of the ups and the downs of those nine months of trying to wrap your head around the fact that your life was totally going to change totally totally going to change and it sounds so terrible in hindsight but i spent a good seven of those nine months just kind of grieving my life yeah wondering am i gonna love this baby because i don't want it 
Like, yeah. I don't want a baby. I don't want to do diapers again. I don't want to do sleepless nights. Yep. I want to live my life. I want to be able to go to the grocery store and, you know, yeah. run in without having to carry the baby, without having to carry the thing. So it took an awful long time to really kind of wrap my mind around how much it's going to change. And, you know, then you get into the, you know, Mike's like, well, we could always, you know, adopt it. I'm like, you're insane. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, we have our family unit. We have our two kids. We're not going to adopt out this baby. That's crazy talk. But, you know. Not 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 that it's bad if somebody yeah, chose no, to do Yeah, no, I'm that. adopted. It's just, and it's just like we we weren't in a place where it would have been yeah you know um so it just it just took a long a long time i spent a lot of time just really kind of depressed about it yeah I and mean, in hindsight it was a waste of emotion a waste of negativity i mean i i feel like though like all of ours have been planned and i still think even there were times there are times in all of them that i wonder like what the heck am i doing because the reality is you're stuck under a baby for at least that first year. Like in no matter whether it is planned and a hundred percent like dreamed and prayed about and whatever your entire life is going to change. And I know that ours are two years apart and I tend to get pregnant at that first year. And then somewhere in that first to second year where you're pregnant, that baby starts that, you know, one year old turns into two and they start talking and they start, being able to be with other caregivers and they sleep and you're like, what the heck am I doing? So I can only imagine the other side of that with being surprised by it and not really having that, you know, anything to fall back on with the fact that this was planned and this was something we talked about and stuff like yeah. that. So we definitely talked about the exact opposite of yeah. being done. Finally behaving. You being guys went on able. your own vacation. I remember you went to Jamaica. Where'd you uh, guys go? Costa Rica. Costa Rica. The yeah. first time that we'd ever been away from our kids ever for a single night, we went to Costa Rica and like, you know, now that's off the table yeah. for a while. I mean, we were just at the point where we could take the big kids and like yep. go snowboarding mm -hmm. or something. And now it's yeah. like, well, I guess you three can go and yeah. I'll hang back. And for those of you who are still like in the trenches of like new baby land and haven't watched kids really grow and get to that point, it is the coolest thing ever. Like I'm at the point where like my top, my first three can actually go do things and see the world and like experience things. And like, I have this overwhelming desire to gift them all of that. But then I look at my bottom three and I'm like, Oh, well it's going to be a while before we're all together in one group. Yeah. I can't imagine kind of, you know, having two that are there and realizing that, you know, Hey, we're, we're going to have this little, this little hanger on her, but he is so incredible. Okay. So <laughs> eventually, 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 I mean, as you know, I'm just kind of the person that everything's fine. It'll be fine. Like everything's yeah. fine. So, you know, it's, it was nine months of please let me love this baby. Like, please let me not resent this baby. Like, yeah. you know, there's a lot of negative feelings um, that aren't for the baby. It's just, you know, for the situation. Yep. And then, you know, you give birth and you cry and you're like, oh my God, like what, what was wrong with me the last nine months? Because yeah. look at this like incredible little human that just came out of my body yeah. and just, loves you unconditionally right away oh. and and he does like he's just he's you gonna make me all like changed or, i know he just thinking about him kind of makes me want another baby except for we're definitely not doing that again <laughs> but like i mean he's just it's 
you forget when your kids are older, you forget how fun it is to watch them yeah. learn and grow. They don't really and, have as much angst at the beginning. I mean, they have like the tummy angst and like the sleepless night angst and stuff, but they don't have that little kid. I'm finding my way in the world with big emotions. This is the nice way of saying it. You know, I'm going to stop my feet and talk back to you or yeah. not do my homework or whatever. They just are so just pure and innocent and like, Oh, slow, cuddly little things. Know. You and know? they just need you. Yeah. And you realize, man, I kind of need you too. Yeah. Like we're Aww. a pair and he's, he's so sweet. And I think one of the biggest takeaways from it is watching my older two. Uh-huh. Like you see a whole new aspect of who they are as people mm-hmm. from the way that they treat their little brother. Yeah. And I mean, whether planned or not planned or whether three or six, like, it is like moments that I will never forget in my life. It's those heart stopping moments where, you know, like somebody's in the middle of a tantrum or somebody like my kids are obsessed with Mr. Beast, which is a YouTube channel. <laughs> right, yeah. And like I passed the baby like I just I needed to go to the bathroom last night. It was like 830 and like the baby was just on each, you know, how they like nurse on each side and he wouldn't go down. And so I just passed him off to Nathan, who's nine. I was like, can you just hold him for a second? And he's like, oh my God, he's so much better than Mr. Beast. And it was like (laughs) this moment where like, you know, for a nine year old, like that's, that's his life right now. Like his favorite thing in the world is, you know, is running around outside, you know, and Mr. Beast and, his little brother, just hearing him say that, it's so silly, but it was like, oh my gosh, you love him, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, it's like, I mean, besides the parent-child relationship, yeah. seeing that sibling, unconditional love, yeah. like, and they're in awe of this little person too, you know? So yeah. it's it's really, um, it's really fun to watch them, watch him grow. And you've seen sides of them that you wouldn't have seen if... And there are, There are parts of my oldest in particular that I never thought I would see like he lacks empathy yep you know he lacks all of those caring feelings well, and he then, doesn't really lack them we just we, we just haven't them. yeah we just haven't found them and then all of a sudden we have this cute little baby and he's yeah he's all of a sudden empathetic and he cares and he's like he's crying what do we do you know yeah and it's like wow there's a whole nother person inside you that you've just never shown to us before oh it's so sweet they can't what, be. <laughs> what was the, I know, I know. Yeah. What was that first year like? The stuff that you were worried about, the stuff that we all have to get through. Um, was it as hard as you anticipated or did those beautiful moments kind of, because you're, you're at that, I won't, I don't ever call anything sweet spot with children because they're all, all, <laughs> they all have their all, pros and cons. It's all hard. Peaks and valleys. Yeah. But you're at the kind of the point now where I'm talking about where like, you know, I'm always pregnant with the next one. So, you know, you're, you're able to kind of, I mean, I assume Griffin's sleeping for the most part at this point and you're, no. I wish. Not, oh my maybe. gosh. Is he still in bed with you? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, and he's, he's on top of me. <laughs> Like that, that he's is his most, kid, yeah, he's just, he wants to be on top of me. And it's almost at the point where if he were to sleep in his own bed, then I wouldn't sleep because yeah. I need, you know, you, you get like, used to that it's pressure. Like your and blanket. That, yeah. So he's, he sleeps on top of me and, <laughs> you know, I kind of dig it and I'm like stressed throughout the day and I'm like, okay, I need you to leave me alone. Like leave yeah. me alone. Let me Let accomplish something. Stuff. Yep. But then at the end of the day, yeah, he's you just kind buddy. of sit in the dark and you're like, 
all right, like this is what I need at the end of the day. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And, and it's so sweet hearing you say this because you guys got to understand Amanda's like, like I've said like five times, she's a, everything's fine. Like we're going to get through this. We're going to unpack all of those boxes. I don't have feelings. I don't have we're feelings. We're good. Yeah. But like watching you become a mom again has been such an incredible gift to those that you have shared it with. Cause it's, it's wonderful. It's just like, you know, you're seeing the empathy in Donovan, you know, we get to see a little side of you that is incredible and it's a gift to all of us. So a little less hard, <laughs> a little less hard. I mean, a little bit more vulnerable. I mean, I think motherhood, you know, the beautiful moments and the hard moments, I mean, it, it you can't hide them. I yeah, mean, no. it's like, and that's, I think some of the beauty of this place is that, you know, I feel like some of that motherhood vulnerability, hopefully vulnerability in general is, you know, accepted and embraced and, you know, you get to bring your full self here. It's like and when you baby. talk about this place, like, you know, yeah. my experience um, being a new mom was totally different Yeah, this time around, like everything's different. But, you know, 10 years ago when I had a new baby and it was Donovan and my oldest, we were here by ourselves. I had no friends. Yeah. You know, I didn't know about anything. Yeah. And so, you know, coming around this time, it's, you know, you have that prior knowledge, but then you also have a sounding board. Like there's so many moms yeah. here. It's just like, hey, Melissa, have you experienced? And you're like, oh, yeah, you know, nothing to worry about. Yeah, like, you talk to Lindy yeah. and I about anything, and we're like, oh, it's fine. Yep, it's good. I had, cool. I had a baby that had that. You're good. It's mm-hmm. fine. But it's also like the idea that like I walked in this morning, and you know, I mean, what math? I was about to call him Benjamin. He's not Benjamin. He's Matthew because I have so many of them. But he's five weeks old, and like I just handed him to April. Like no, didn't even think twice about it, and just said, hey, I've got to go podcast you know, do you mind? And like, we were just on the call and there were like four people trying to get the ring sling on April and get them all settled and stuff. Like it's, it's such an amazing community and I just hope we're able to replicate it everywhere. But I don't know. It's just been such a cool, cool path to walk, watch you walk down. Like it's been, I don't know. It's been such a gift to us too. And little Griffin's a gift to us. He kind of had his own little time in the warehouse he was the only warehouse baby for a couple weeks yeah yeah and it was cool he was our little covid one too he was, he was here. the first one he was born right before everything shut down yeah it's i don't know it's such a cool little thing so any parting thoughts anything that you would say to anybody who's you know in that grieving time and i think i mean i think you need i think the grieving process of the surprise baby of life changing is is an important process. I think somebody would say, you know, I don't think I would necessarily look back on it and be mad at yourself or, you know, giving yourself the time to feel all of that. Yeah. I wouldn't, um, you know, I'm not mad. It just like on the back end of it, it just very much seems like I could have been happier and I chose not to be, but that's not really the case. I think having that time to grieve is really important. And the hardest thing is that when you're going through it, you can't really say, oh, I'm really upset about having this baby because, you know, people are like, oh my gosh, what's wrong with you? You know, and it's, it's a real feeling like Mm -hmm. the grief. And I think it's, you know, you just kind of process it and then you get through it. And then you come out the other side and you you take your situation and you make the best of it Mm -hmm. and you just be happy with it. And you kind of experience all that love that that baby has to give. And it opens up a new part of you as well. So, you know, I don't think anybody should feel bad about the grief. Mm -hmm. I think it's it's just a necessary part 
of that whole surprise. Not all surprises are good surprises. And this one has both good and bad. Mm -hmm. And at the end, it's just, it's been really great. Yeah. And I mean, you were also, you were not handed an easy pregnancy card either with, well, I mean, I don't know. I just, I feel like between COVID and other stuff happening and then also trying to manage this place while it changed with COVID and stuff. I mean, it, it's been, it's been a journey, but, uh, we appreciate you more than you will ever know. And this beautiful Amanda with three kids thing is uh, pretty rad for all of us who got to experience it. So thank you. It's a lot of kids. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of kids. <laughs> it's uh, it's a lot of growth though. And it's, it's a lot of blessings and I don't know, it's just a lot of coolness that we all coolness. That's, that's about where my postpartum brain is. I don't know. I think that it was really, really cool and I think you you taught us a lot too through watching you walk it so thank you and thanks for coming today and sharing it with us thanks all right